0: KGUM, AM and in Agonya, Guam. You got it locked on to Manland and Sea with Dave Duaney. only on Guam's hottest talk, News Talk, K57. <laughs>
1: demand land and sea i'm dave Duenas, your host today and it's a pleasure to be here with you on a thursday the 21st of may 2020 beautiful day outside coming into the studio definitely uh, things have changed see a lot a lot more people out on the roads and uh, especially here in tumour they're all out there doing their exercise and keeping their social distancing as recommended and you know it's a good thing Uh, Recently, uh, of course, we've had uh, 11 new confirmed cases of COVID-19, putting a little damper on the opening of the restaurants that was going to occur. The the governor was thinking of lifting that restrictions and allowing the restaurants to open. Of course, abiding by uh, uh, certain uh, things, wearing masks, and uh, of course the seating arrangements would have been changed a little bit. But because of the uh, 11 uh, confirmed cases that was reported uh, yesterday and today, the well not today 11 uh, total in the village of Jigo actually, and so the governor has reconsidered that uh, opening up the restaurants this weekend. Uh, it, it was not this weekend, but it was going to occur on Monday. That has been temporarily postponed until more data is received and see how things pan out uh, in regards of that and we we hope we hope we definitely hope and pray that uh, we don't see any more cases of uh, positive cases of COVID 19. Uh, once again welcome to man land and sea news of guam and our island environment it's a pleasure to be here with you and um, as always i take it upon myself anytime you got something you want to say? Give me a call. 477-5757 is the number to call. And with that said, we got our first caller of the evening. How Dave Joe?
2: Hey there, um, Mr. Dwayne.
1: Yeah, Dave um, Dwayne. Hi.
2: I, uh, what,
1: what have you heard about the emergency session that was supposed to be today? <laughs> well, I was listening to uh, Tony La show, Tony Talks, and uh, evidently it was a, a karaoke <laughs> event. They basically, basically, they sang the Guam hymn, the national anthem. Then they went into the discussion of what bills are going to be heard, and then only to find out that uh, the speaker's emergency session wasn't quite an emergency and a motion was uh, presented on the floor to recess and have a public hearing, an oversight hearing on on the different bills. So nothing basically happened, nothing at all. They they adjourned.
2: I heard, I heard, I heard that uh, there was supposed to be a public hearing regarding the uh, quarantine hotels with uh, the the Paris as the chair.
1: I, and, uh, I heard and something it, about they that. They kind of sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I heard a little bit about it. I'm not very versed on it. Uh, go ahead and enlighten me.
2: So, so they kind of, they kind of quashed her, our public hearing, right? Uh, and I don't know how. I don't know how um, those things have to be. Uh, I think they have to be announced a certain number of days advance. So if it has to be, if she has to reschedule her public hearing regarding the um, the. Uh, Quarantine hotels and, and you know any any uh, impropriety or what have you, uh-huh. uh, it, it gives a, it, it's like a delaying uh, factor. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there,
1: but you're right. There there is there is a definite requirement, a certain amount of days that it has to be published in advance. And if if that uh, criteria wasn't met, then of course it would uh, the, the hearing would not be convened until uh, such time that they do announce it.
2: I wonder the giving this senators of get there is a difficult time. Uh, uh, I wouldn't, you
1: know, uh, I wouldn't put past it. You know, I I don't know, Joe. You know, I find it very very strange to say the least, for a lack of another word. I mean, the speaker called the emergency session, and certain people said i don't see where's the emergency so so that was squashed. <laughs> so i don't know what they're doing you know i think they're shooting from the hip trying to get uh you know she got the speaker got has her own bill that she wants to be heard the bill that was originally accepted by the guam federation of teachers uh originally originally they accepted her bill uh, along with the governor uh, they both agreed and, uh, but since the Guam Federation of Teachers um, turned around and said, no, uh, cancel that, we kind of like Senator uh, Tanella Tone- Nelson's bill uh, better. I think it's more suited for us. Then, of course, you got, the, you probably heard about it, Joe. Uh, Attorney Fisher is taking the whole thing to court saying there's no need for any of those bills because it's already a law. All they got to do is follow the law. So, are they going to go through this? Uh, Go through the the, the the loops or go through the motion. Well, have
2: to Amend the law. Yeah, but I don't know. You know what the process is required for that. But yeah, it would be great if someone for the media was to mm-hmm. get um, Senator Savia Perez's point of view on this issue because she was the one that was, uh, uh, you know, uh, the delayed, You know, Put, yeah. The side there. It hey, takes for your time. Well, uh, you know, we really pre- appreciate
1: it. No, that's a great thing, uh, um, Senator Sabina Perez. If you're listening out there, by all means, you can give me a call. And let me know what happened. I, unfortunately, Joe, I wasn't able. I listened to parts, uh, bits, and pieces of the uh, the emergency session, so I didn't hear that part. I didn't get to watch that part. It's news to me, but uh, I I know there were some objections uh, that was made during the session and uh, again you know we'll see where it all goes uh, a lot of stuff happening and uh, i don't know emergency session turned out it wasn't quite an emergency and then i <laughs> said it, i mean uh, tony lamoreno on his show was saying uh, basically all they did all they did was sing the national anthem and the guam hymn and he did a good job of that but uh after that it pretty much went downhill and they adjourned well you know i i've watched session many a times and they seem to do that quite often they get into session you know late and <laughs> just session begins at 10 o'clock never happens maybe ten forty, ten fifty. it happens all the time i wish they would uh stick to their time when they said they're going to come on but uh, it doesn't happen quite that way we'll recess till two don't happen anyway with that said um again welcome to man land and sea um I do got some information I do want to pass on and uh, the uh, regarding uh, COVID-19 and they're expanding the testing, uh, which will be happening according to the Department of Public Health and Social Services Friday and Sunday this week. Tomorrow, Friday and Sunday. uh, Friday, the testing will begin at 9 a.m. to 12 noon at the uh, Guam Housing and Urban Renewal Authority public housing area in telefofo and the testing is free wanted to make that clear i know the governor was asked that question that testing is free so uh, if you got any concerns about that don't be concerned it's free and uh, again it's open to all Gura and elderly and the public at the public housing uh residents of the telefofo that's under the uh, guam housing and urban renewal 9 a.m to 12 noon again that's uh, expanded COVID testing Happening this Friday and Sunday. Uh, on Sunday, the public health will be conducting the expanded testing behind Eli Automotive Repair and across Cortec Apartments along Hamburger Road in Harmon. The testing is free and open to high-risk individuals in con- con- uh, contingent setting. Oh. mean congested settings there you go Uh, and again those of you who are showing any signs of uh, of the symptoms are advised to seek uh, medical attention or request to be tested again uh, elderly as well you can go to the northern regional community health center in Dedido, the southern regional community health center uh, as well as well as the central public health center Again, uh, if you have any signs of COVID-19, by all means, get yourself tested. Uh, have we tested enough? We've tested. Supposedly, supposedly, the numbers are 5,000-plus individuals have been tested thus far. I, I also got some information that uh, those numbers itself are being uh, contested. See, I heard it was only 3,000. Now it's 5,000? How did it get to 5,000? I don't know. I don't know the details on that. But according to what I saw, um, they said uh, public health said they tested 5,000-plus individuals. Is that uh, enough testing that has been done? Just my opinion? No. No. Uh, The governor during our press conference did say that, uh, and uh, Linda DeNorsi, the director of public health, did mention that they are looking possibly... To again with the ex- expanded testing to test upwards of a thousand people a day, and that would be ideal You know, a thousand people a day. We got 160,000 people in Guam, approximately, so we can get through that uh, with testing everybody. In, everybody in Guam, if they were able to do a thousand per day, in about 100, 160 days, right? Yeah, let's do the math. Four seven seven five seven five seven (laughs) that is the number and mr producer how are you doing sir how are you doing i'm doing good how are you Uh, i'm doing good you know um (laughs) yeah have you been tested
0: no i I don't have any signs
1: yeah yeah (laughs) that's good me too i have not uh, had any symptoms whatsoever again you know um I think we have a total of 165, if I'm correct, 165 uh, positive cases thus far in Guam. And um, another breaking news was the uh, the carrier the the Roosevelt has departed Guam, Mm. and uh, with a reduced uh, crew members. They normally would have upwards of almost 5,000 sailors and marines on the carrier. They have a reduced number of about three thousand, and the remainder still are on Guam under quarantine until mm. further notice. But then you know, again, we wish them all. We wish them all well. The governor was out there to see them all, which was really nice. And uh, again, uh, the people of Guam, thank you for uh, walking, walking, and walking. <laughs> being really nice to them while they were here again um they they do a very important uh job for the region and and the world you know Uh, they keep the peace out here in the region ensuring our safety so once again um theodore roosevelt has left they have left guam as of this morning and they were they were here for quite a while two months about two months. That's and long. That is long for, you know, a ship that's supposed to be out there uh, cruising the oceans. And, uh, you know, of course, we hear about it from time to time. You know, China's out there uh, trying to take over certain parts of the uh, China Sea area, the islands that they're disputing that's theirs, and other people say, no, it's ours. And we got the U.S. Navy out there trying to make keep the peace and uh, make sure they don't... Uh, do do anything they're not supposed to do so once again welcome to the show 48 minutes after six and um again lots of stuff going on uh, regarding COVID 19 uh I, I just mentioned uh, 11 new cases we hope uh, we don't see that happening again the third largest uh number of positive cases on a given day the third largest so it's 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 alarming um it's alarming for sure and um uh, luckily it uh, it well not likely but uh public health has determined uh through the tracking of the individuals that were positive that it uh they all are in the Jigo area and uh, the, the mayor of Jigo was notified and uh, of course they'll be keeping uh, tabs on these folks and ensure that they are quarantined as they should be and uh, you know life goes on right and uh, but definitely um I'm seeing Big-time, big-time amount of uh, vehicles on the road. Um, it's It almost looked like things are back to normal, but, you know, we're not quite there. Are we out of the woods yet? No, we're not. We're not. By no means whatever, you know, we, we've, we're getting indications that things are looking good, but we're not out of the woods yet. Uh, you know, I just read an article in the paper or on the Internet that uh, China... You know, where it originated from is experiencing a somewhat of a second wave. So, you know, and of course, we got more flights coming into Guam. Hopefully, the uh, I'm sure they are the Guam Airport. Public health are doing everything they possibly can to screen the passengers as they come in. They're required, the airline anyway, to report uh, any individuals on the plane that might have any uh, symptoms and uh, again it's very um we just got to keep a good eye on that you know them coming in from the air uh, as passengers on the airline from the different uh, destinations that they originated from is something we need to keep an eye on big time because uh we don't want people coming in that are infected and if they are of course well you know the people that do come in i think the uh There's a mandatory 14-day quarantine anyway, unless you got uh, medical certificates uh, that you've been tested and uh, deem negative. Um, But then again, uh, I don't know all the details. Uh, It's out there on the interweb. Just check it out. You'll find out all about it. Uh, once again, welcome to the show, Man, Land, and Sea. I'm Dave Duenas, and um, hopefully we'll get some calls a little later on. Uh, a couple weeks ago on Man, Land, and Sea, we had a gentleman in the Manila area uh, that he was having. I, was, I brought up the, uh, the topic of feral pigs, and uh, I bring it up again because the feral pig problem didn't go away. It's still there, just like every other environmental problem. It's still there, abandoned vehicles. Still there, still there. The mayors are still waiting for funding to be provided, uh, hopefully by the Guam Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, the mayors are looking forward to receiving some funding so they can address the abandoned vehicle uh, problem that we have in our island. It's nothing new. We've had it uh, well, literally forever. Um, abandoned vehicles are a big problem, and uh, Again, we need to do something about that. Uh, Life did not stop. We still have all the issues that are out there. It's just that now, of course, everything is focused on uh, taking care and uh, taking all the precautions that we need to take to get rid of this uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus. Um, Very, very serious issue. And uh, as you know, um, a lot of businesses have closed closed are they coming back we don't know yet some of them might not come back they'll be closed for good Uh, what do you call this the uh, unemployment uh, stimulus uh, relief funding uh, from for unemployment that hasn't been stood up yet Uh, according to David Della Sola Department of Labor uh, Director um, it's looking like it might happen as early as this week where they open up the uh, The port uh, portal where uh, people can apply using their smartphone or their computers. Again, um, unemployment checks are still not there. Stimulus checks are out; Uh, they're coming out fairly, fairly uh, on a steady, steady uh, basis. A lot of the people have received their stimulus checks. Some have not. Uh, Did it come out in time? Not really. It. took a while. And, again, it was beyond our control. We had to uh, wait to get the approval. We had to get the funding in. We finally got it. Uh, uh, Reverend Tax finally uh, got the approval to start issuing the checks. And they have. 2019 tax filers were the first to uh, recipients of the stimulus uh, uh, checks. And if you didn't file 2019 uh, taxes, then they'll go to the 2018 uh, tax, tax filing. And again, a lot of the people, a lot of the residents have received their stimulus checks. And thank goodness, uh, a lot of them, a lot of our residents of Guam are still, still suffering big time. I just heard um, on uh, Mr. Lamarena's show, some people are getting uh, messages that, uh, you know, possibly they're going to get their utilities cut off. Uh, luckily, uh, Mr. La Morena was able to uh, get uh, clarification from, for example, Waterworks that no, that's not going to happen. Uh, they're still deferring the payment until further notice. I believe they extended it. The Guam Power Authority is doing likewise. And uh, I did hear some of the callers saying, you know, how are we going to pay that? Yes, they're deferring it, but we haven't even got our stimulus check yet. There's no uh unemployment check yet, so how are we going to pay this? you know if I get my one caller said if I get my stimulus check what is that twelve hundred for individual twenty four hundred for a family or a joint filer um they've already accumulated because they they deferred their payments for water power etc you know and and other stuff telephone cable that is, once they get the money it's pretty much gone and it's only the stimulus uh, check is a one-time deal. You don't you don't get it every month. Um, there's other local uh, relief fund. Um, the governor had initiated a local um, stimulus check, uh, three hundred dollars per individual, a maximum of twelve hundred dollars for a maximum of four people. But that's uh, that one again. Uh, those stimulus checks uh, supposedly has already been distributed and mailed out. And you know we'll see where hopefully that uh that helps everyone out um department of uh, gdoe uh, guam education department of education just recently i think they're doing one tomorrow as well distributing food uh, bags and uh, that was happening at the uh, warehouse in pd um i believe uh, if i'm not mistaken it's still happening tomorrow and again a lot of people are taking advantage of that and rightly so for those uh, families that uh, individuals within the family has either lost their job completely or been furloughed and or reduced hours, uh, they're hurting. They're really, really hurting. And, uh, you know, uh, God bless and kudos to all the different uh, uh, agencies out there that are pitching in to help. Uh, GDOE, uh, a lot of nonprofit groups, uh, Salvation Army, uh, uh, what's this, uh, What's that one, Isaiah? Do you know that one in, in the Ganyan? Is it Christian or something to do with uh, the church? No, I don't. You don't know that one? <laughs> I forgot the name. Huh. Uh, Catholic Social Services, I believe, something like that. They distribute uh, food as well. And uh, a lot of uh, Salvation Army. And uh, they, they um, assist families that are in need of uh, nourishment. And, uh, again, thank you. Thank you to everyone who pitched in. Um, a, lot of, a lot of different nonprofit groups are doing that. And, uh, again, you know, it's, it's just our culture here in Guam that we take care of one another. Um, and thank you. Thank you for everyone that, that does that. Um, with that said, there's still, you know, they, we got bad apples everywhere, right? Bad apples in every community. And no different here in Guam. We still got crime going on. We still got people getting uh <laughs> still getting busted, especially when they're driving. They're driving around in a vehicle and their tags are expired to get pulled over and say, Oh, can we search a vehicle? Sure. And they find methamphetamines. Yeah, that's been happening like a lot of time <laughs> the most recent one, the individual that got uh arrested, he actually got arrested, he said. No, but it's okay because I was doing it at my house. <laughs> I was just smoking a meth uh, smoking ice in my house, so you know, I'm keeping in compliance with uh, the stay-at-home order, and I'm doing my drugs at home. So, can I go? No, you can't. You're you're under arrest, sir. All right, two minutes to the top of the hour. Uh, welcome to Man, Lad, and Sea. Once again, give me a call. I was talking about feral pigs real quick. Uh, I was really happy to be able, I was able to get in touch with the USDA uh, to address one of the, uh, the issues that was happening up at the Eagle Field area. Uh, a gentleman had called me on the show, and I was able to get his number and get um, the USDA uh, and him to hopefully get together to take care of that feral pig problem you know the usda have these feral pig cages remotely controlled and they can catch anywhere from gee up to 20 30 pigs at a time so again um, i'm really happy uh something uh, might happen very soon to help out uh the gentleman in uh, manila uh, mr conception i believe and uh, again uh, we do what we can, and I'll do what I can. I'll do everything I possibly can to assist anyone that has a problem, such as feral pigs. And uh, oh, speaking of, the Department of Agriculture is uh, have has opened their offices, and uh, hunting permits are now available. So, if you are a hunter, and rightly so, you need a permit. You can't just be going out there hunting. Uh, you gotta get a permit. So, Department of uh, I'll, I'll read more of that uh, right after the break.
0: CBS News coming up next. We'll be right back right after the news. K hey, G U M A M and am in Guam, you gotta locked on to land and sea with Jay Dwayne. It's only on Guam's hottest talk, news talk K fifty seven.
1: recalling uh, what uh, Tony LaMoretta said in the legislature doing their karaoke thing. <laughs> they, they were karaoke in session. So, yeah, what the heck, I'm going to go ahead and sing too. That's the songs of Calapana, seven minutes after seven. Thank you for tuning back in to Man, Land and Sea. I'm Dave Duenas, your host. Every Thursday, 6.30 to 8 p.m. Right before the uh, news break, I was mentioning that uh, the deer... Permits are now available. The Guam Department of Ag- Agriculture have resumed the sale of hunting license. So, for those of you that are hunters and you don't have a license yet, uh, they began uh, issuing the license today, and they will continue. Uh, the hunting se- season was extended from April first to September thirtieth. However, due to uh, the COVID uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, Those of you that were not able to get it prior to the closing of uh, government offices, they would now be able to do so. Again, uh, beginning today, it was happening. License will be purchased for $10. And the office will be open from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. So that's a good thing. Hunters, um, there you go. You can get your uh, deer hunting license. Today and all through the week Monday to Friday 8, p- 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. And of course residents are asked to wear a mask And maintain the 6 feet Of social distancing While you're at the agency To purchase your license So once again That's a good thing the Department of Agriculture announced Through a press release That this has started as of today Of course you're closed now But uh, you can get, it, get your license tomorrow Again, the deer deer, uh, hunting license for $10. And you can purchase it at the uh, two-story building in Manilao, the David Limtiaco building in Manilao. And, uh, again, just uh, be aware that you must be wearing a mask and maintain your distance while you're at the agency. Okay? So with that said, there you go. Nice thing. Good thing happening. And uh, priority, priority caller. We got Mariano. Hi, Mariano.
3: k fifty seven. Mariano, trainer, uh, Yes, how are
1: you doing, sir?
3: Eighty, eighty three years so.
1: old. Hi, hey, good.
3: I- I'm concerned about the people. How? Um, you know, even animal, I'm concerned because they're animal. But Mariano, concerned about the senator, is more. She's more concerned about the double pay. The double pay of nothing. Nothing wrong, because they are paying, they are paying night like, every two weeks. They have to worry. But us night, like, the war, war reparation and the Social Security and the money came from the station, like, we're hungry, we're hungry. Yes. Uh, not actually hungry, but we want to eat good night, like, but we cannot eat good night. Like, we have to ask, you no know, our uh, our sister or brother night, like, uh, to help us to eat and this she's not concerned she's supposed to concern first and then later on night k-57 night later all night is going to work on that uh, uh double pay because the double pay too later they they work they work uh dangerous night or uh overtime whatever night so she must be concerned i'm not saying that the the the, um, the uh, senator is no good or bad is doing but First, think about us first. Hey, K fifty seven, thank you very much for
1: accepting my call. Oh, not a problem, sir. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. And uh, again, I hear you, Mariano. Uh, here in Guam, you know, um, I don't, you know, I've always had this opinion for years and years. Nobody can go hungry in Guam. We can go through some tough times, and yes, these are tough times. But literally, you know, our culture, our culture just dictates that. If you're hungry, just go to your neighbor, go to your family, and, and they'll take care of you. And, you know, nobody, uh, it's just the way it is, our culture. Um, we're very, very giving. And uh, with that said, uh, we're going to go to our second caller, uh, Ken. Haffa day, Ken, you're on the air.
4: Hey, Dave, uh, this is Ken Conception.
1: Hi, hi, Ken. Hi, hey, uh,
4: thank you very much, Uh a quick response and all this regarding my yeah uh, conception uh, big problem
1: yeah did uh, did
4: USDA ever call you up yes sir as a matter of fact uh, one of their uh, their uh, person or technician or whatever uh-huh. came out and
1: fantastic they,
4: insta- they installed a camera which you know and
1: wow uh, wow really uh, nice.
4: Uh I guess uh, put some bait down. Ah. I guess to <laughs> excuse me, your date.
1: No problem, sir. Take your uh,
4: time. Uh they spread some bait, you know, and uh uh I guess we're gonna observe he says you observe it, you know, uh, overnight and see uh
5: <laughs> yeah. try to
4: figure out how much uh, how many pigs are are coming by, and I said uh, I told them that uh, lately uh, uh, they just hang hang out up up there in the jungle by uh, Eagle Field until uh-huh. late, 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 maybe early morning to one or two o'clock in the morning.
1: Okay, then
5: they come and out.
4: That's that's when they come out, uh-huh. and uh, uh, there's especially getting ruckus around that time, they come out they come out and see, uh, I've got a uh, man- uh, mango tree. Yes, sir. The four mango trees in the back, and they're fruiting, so there's a lot of ripe mangoes. So I guess they're eating the uh, the, uh, the, the ripe mangoes that fell off. Uh, you know, which, like I said, uh, in and of itself, but helps out because that's uh me and my wife if we you know if you don't eat it then we have to go out there and collect the mangoes otherwise supplies come around
5: yeah yeah, yeah. So. Hey,
1: if this problem is 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 uh taken care of are, are you planning uh, and again for the listeners out there uh mr conception uh kenneth or ken um he, he plants a lot of bananas are you planning to continue that
4: Yes, sir. Uh, Fantastic. I, yeah, I was showing the uh, the, uh, the USDA guy,
5: uh-huh.
4: and uh, uh, I told him that uh, I've taken, uh, I've, I've even resorted to, because they just about wipe out all my, my banana trees. So uh, I've even resorted to get uh, getting some of those uh, pallets from some of the stores, you know, and I build barricades uh, around the, uh, the young shoots, I could safe uh, seedlings. So, so far, it's been keeping them at bay. Mm. I mean, I guess when we finally, uh, res- you know, resolve this uh, big problem, then, may- you know, maybe it could Start planting again i I love doing it, and you know I'm not doing it uh, for you know for commercial purposes but just because i i i you know I'm a firm believer in our that uh, i mean it's part of our culture you go to anybody's house and exactly usually in the back of the house they got about oh five or six uh, trees. you know yeah uh, they're, not, they're not, for, not for commercial use or anything, but for their own uh, uh uh for their own use. And you know. Anyhow, uh I had a uh a, 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 lo- a good discussion with the uh USDA and you know, we were discussing what what's gonna happen, so okay, so so we you know Let's, uh, you know, let's be positive let's assume that uh, yeah. yeah that uh, uh, was successful in corralling all these pigs and, and you know caging them and you know uh, dispatching dispatching them
1: and yeah by all means keep me keep states. me updated sir I'd love to know if uh, they eventually, get the cages out there and and cap, capture some of these feral pigs again they're, they're correct uh creating havoc out there and uh in your case destroying all your crop
4: yeah uh he was like I said we were talking and he says uh okay let's say that uh that uh, because we're not gonna we're gonna we're not gonna catch all of them he says "Yeah, well, that's a given he says uh, probably the little piglets, you know, well, we won't be able to catch them and all that. So, uh, about uh, in about six to a year later,
5: mm-hmm.
4: they'll be reading, and then we're right back to where we started from.
1: Yeah, more than likely, that's and, yeah. uh, the way of the world.
4: I said, uh, <laughs> you know, I can I can plot. For you, the uh, the uh, box center of uh, the uh, spacecraft, but I don't know how to solve this problem. <laughs> sure, certainly, somebody there at, uh, at the Department of Agriculture, you know, that's a lot smarter than I am, should be able to come up with an idea of how we can resolve this, because, I mean, you know, I, I I told him that you know you had you had a great uh, idea promoting uh, 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 you know backyard uh, subsistence subsistence yeah. gardening. Yes, sir. I said, but uh, it, it's a novel idea. It's a great idea, but uh, we gotta get uh, we gotta curb the uh, the, the the feral pig problem. Otherwise, we you know. We're just uh, Whistling in the wind, so to speak Well, you know,
1: I I really I really hoped uh, eventually uh, Not only in the Manila Eagle Field area uh, I I, I mentioned it to you uh, when we were Discussing it, that uh, the feral pig Problem is is everywhere It's in Jigo, it's in Santa Rita And uh, I think now that uh, USDA uh, With the discussions that I had with them They got some um, much needed uh, Funding that they had and um, I'm really, really uh, happy that they're able to touch base with you, and they actually installed a camera now. So we'll see what happens.
4: Yeah, well, we could go from there, and you know, maybe uh, you, uh, I'm, I'm like I, like I told you, I'm willing to cooperate and see if uh, I could provide assistance. You know, uh, uh, this is going to have to be. Uh, uh, they're gonna have to study this you know to come up with a sure a, a more viable solution than what we got right now yes sir uh, uh it's just like this uh uh coronavirus and you know uh to this day, we, we still don't know uh you know we're, we're finding things out and everything so
5: yeah well, you, you
4: know, know we're just gonna have to uh you know, uh, trial and error and to see what works and what doesn't work, and then and, you know continue on.
1: Yes, sir. Um, so, yes, you are, are so right. You know, again, I just met, did. You, did you hear me earlier? The uh, your, yes, sir. I, I,
4: I thank you for your, your the mention.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. No, but I, know, also that the uh, Department of Agriculture, again, again, again the Department of Agriculture. You
4: your, thank you for your quick response and.
1: Yeah, no, I uh,
4: you know uh, assisting.
1: No, not a problem uh, sir.
4: You know, and providing assistance with me for you know uh uh so
1: No, not a problem. We'll, we'll, Happy to I'll, help.
4: I'll keep you posted on the progress, you know. We yes. we, we uh they installed a camera to kind of study how many uh, how many pigs are coming by, you know, how told mm. you know
1: after they uh, after they do that are they if they deem it uh um, necessary did they, they plan did they mention they might they might very well bring out a cage out there
4: yes sir uh the the gentleman that came out here he says they've already got a cage you know uh uh designated uh, uh to to use here but hmm. first they got to see you know, yeah
1: do their assessment uh, mr. yes
4: mr conception uh, I'm sorry to say, you're not the only one that, that is. No,
1: you're. And <laughs>
4: uh, some pe- uh, other people that have, have even worse problems. And, yeah, you know.
1: I, I, so, I, I believe it. I believe it. So, and, uh, you
4: know, together we can probably help each other out and see, you know, see what works and see what doesn't work and uh, go from there.
5: Yes,
1: yes. Um, again, you know, man, land, and sea, well, we're definitely... Um, happy we're able to help and for anyone else out there that might have a feral major feral pig problem give me a call give me a call just like uh, mr conception did and we'll see what we can do about helping you out as well
4: okay dave thank you very much again buddy and i'll keep you posted on I the. i appreciate
1: i would definitely like to hear um and find out when you uh, when the gentleman comes out uh, from usda again say w- what are we going to do with the pigs when we catch them can we donate them uh, or what have you I-
4: I really don't care. Just get rid of them. Yeah, but ask, him, hey? ask him so uh, we can donate we it never to the mayors. That, but
5: yeah, we, we can ne- donate it.
4: We never discussed that, but I, I, I am un- uh, under the assumption that they're going to take it and dispatch it uh, uh, somehow. I yeah,
1: mean, I, I, mean, I, I don't know the, uh, the protocol on that. They, they might. Yeah, I or? mean,
4: you know, guys like uh, Mr. What's-His-Name, uh, the uh, last caller... Uh,
1: Oh Mr. Mariano?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, well, I like don't I said, care.
1: uh Kenneth, when the when he comes out again, ask him that question. Say, hey, you yeah. know, when you if when you do finally catch some of them, um, what are you gonna do with him? Can we donate him to the mayors? Can we donate him to families? I, I don't know the protocol. They they might very well say no and then again they might say sure. So then they, well, there you go.
4: Well Dave, uh, I, I hear something somewhat of uh what the heck, they got it back in the state, I forgot the term that they use. You know, all these uh, 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 people with uh, uh, excess milk and, and vegetables and, you know, food, mm. uh, they, they take it and, and, and they give it away. They say, I forgot what they call it. But, you know, people come, come around and, and they give it away. Hmm. you know and and maybe somebody should ought to do that yeah. i think something's being done with somehow the only thing is that i was listening to it and there were i guess they were giving out pork chops or uh, was yeah you know, i mean hey we got yeah, plenty as, out as
1: long as the pigs are not uh, infected with any um yeah diseases, i mean by all know, means-
4: USDA that's uh, somebody should ought to be able to certify that.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe they do have.
4: infected and you know it's safe to consume.
1: Yeah, I believe it's... they have that capability of testing uh that uh, the, uh, yeah. the pigs are uh, infected with any disease, and if they're not, I I really don't see any reason. Again, I'm going I'm gonna follow up with them and find out. Because if yeah. the if the pigs are available, we can donate them to uh, Catholic social services or the mayor. Or
4: you know, give, just give it away. Uh, exactly. I forgot the program that they. I believe they they're doing it somewhere down at PD, where they're handing out food. Uh, you know, vegetables and all that.
1: So. Yeah, that's the, the Guam um, uh, Guam Ed, <laughs> Department of Education.
4: Uh, yeah, they're handing yeah. out food bags. They, yeah, that, that, food bank, that's, that's the term. That's oh. just the term they're using back in the States. Yeah. With all this excess, uh, uh, produce, you know, that, uh, the farmers, uh, uh, you know, uh, overdid the bump, bumper crop, I mean, bump, bumper crop, you know, and, uh, rather than plowing it under, they, they harvest it and, uh. Uh, give it to the food bank, they test it in, and if, there's, uh, if it's safe for human consumption, then they just give it away. No problem.
1: Yeah. Yes, sir. And then
4: I, mean, I was watching uh, on the news, you know, and they were dumping uh, milk down the drains. Oh, my God, what a terrible waste. Mm. No wonder we're having pandemics, you know? I mean, God is... Uh, you know, God is looking down at this and, he's, you know, what the heck are, are you people doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're wasting the, you know, resources that I've given you.
1: Yeah, you're, you're you so know, right.
4: We, we just got to put our heads, collective heads together and figure out a way to get all these things to to the people that 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 need them yeah
1: especially now you know we're going through some tough times some families are are struggling to uh you know how am i going to put food everybody in the
4: is you yes. know i mean you know uh, everybody's going through some tough times so you know hey yes give it to them yes sir Free.
1: and uh, again uh, ken mr conception i i i'm very very happy that uh the folks at USDA, uh, give them all the credit uh, that they followed through. Uh, I called them, and they said they would, and they did, and I'm just thrilled to death that they're finally uh, going to uh, do something at your area.
4: <laughs> I uh, I mentioned to the guy, you know, mentioned your name to the guy, and he said, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he must be so well-connected. We got, we got the director from off-island. <laughs> I, I don't know that <laughs> I didn't think well, that uh, Dave's got that kind of no I comfort.
1: I I look at it like this Mr. Conception you know if there's a will there's a way and I always look at it that way and uh, all I do is just making queries you know make some phone calls and see if they can do it and if if it's within their budget and within their their capability then you know they will act on it and luckily in this case in your case. I brought it to the attention of the one individual that I, I know I've called him a few times. He's been on my show before, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Jeff uh, Flores, and he was very uh, receptive to uh, and very thankful to getting the information. Well, thanks for uh, letting us know about this. I said, yes. It's not only happening in Manila. I said, you, you heard about the situation in, in Santa Rita. So the feral pig problem is happening everywhere. And again, yeah. uh, they, Jesus, they can't.
4: My God, that's a mess up.
1: Yeah, they can't be everywhere at, at, at every time. But, um, again, uh, kudos to USDA and uh, Mr. Jeff uh, Flores. They're doing everything they possibly can to assist the residents. Again, if it's destroying property and a danger to uh, human health, then, of course, they're going to act on it as, as, as promptly as they possibly can. So, once again, Mr. Conception, keep me updated. I'm super happy that uh, they're able to get a hold of you. Yes, sir. We'll do, Dave, and thank you again, buddy. Appreciate it. Not a problem, sir. Yep. You take care. Bye for now. Esta. All right. We're just about thirty minutes uh at the bottom of the hour. Um Isaiah, are we gonna take this short break? Or do I gotta I take this call because he's been on the line. Short break,
0: and we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to Manland and Sea. KGUM, Amen, Agania, Guam. Welcome back to Manland and Sea with Dave joining us yes, only on Guam's hottest talk, News Talk K57. Go ahead and join the conversation by giving us a call 477 5757 or stream us on Facebook at News Talk K57. <laughs>
5: <laughs> fish of love along Welcome back me. What do I do?
1: What do I do? do what do, do I do? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to you. Okay. I was trying to get Tom on the line. I don't know if he's back, but I'm going to try. Hi, Tom. Are you there?
6: Can you hear me?
1: There you go. I was trying to get you on earlier, but uh, I guess you were preoccupied.
6: Well, anyway. Well, when, when you that you're going to put me on hold that's why i was just quiet because i thought you did put me on
1: hold no no that was um, um before i said that i was saying tom tom and i don't know maybe you weren't at, you weren't anyway tom you're on the air live right. what can i do for you sir
6: um did you ever hear anything about that uh, hello brand of rice
1: oh yes i remember that call um no actually i did not did uh okay. hmm
6: but you didn't get the chance to go to that mom and pop
1: store no i did not either i was hoping um the folks that uh who the public health would be the one i would imagine that would handle that
6: i'll cruise around here again and see if that brand of rescue being sold
1: yeah let me and please let me know uh, matter okay. of fact um uh, i'll be um i'll be doing tomorrow's uh tomorrow morning show 10 to 12 and um if you do anytime if you hear about it or you see that it's still there give give me a call and let me know and we'll get the proper uh the yeah, proper well, folks uh, proper authorities out there and see what they can do to uh what
6: time, what time are you going to be uh, on the show tomorrow
1: i'll be doing uh kate uh the update with kate show and that's uh okay. 10, to 12.
6: Yeah, 10 to 12. okay okay anyway um i want to speak a little bit about uh what you and Mariano were talking about about the double pay sure by all means although it had nothing to do with your three criteria of man land and sea
1: (laughs) that's okay tom
6: all right um that law Uh has been flawed had been a bad law from the beginning when they brought that up okay okay and the reason why i say that is because when they made that law the law specifically says that an agency under a declaration of an emergency Mm -hmm. uh an agency that had to shut down due to the emergency. Yes. And then the employees of that agency that were shut down were, were required, were ordered to come back to duty. Yes. To perform essential tasks. Yes. Those that were called back to duty will, are, are eligible for the double pay according to that law.
5: That is correct.
6: And what was wrong with that is the reason why the, the nurses and doctors and the firemen and the policemen were not getting it. Because their agencies were not shut down, they did not meet the criteria to be eligible for the good that, point. Uh, good because point. Because their agencies were not shut down, they were state. They stayed open. Their their divi-
1: their division. No, you absolutely,
3: why, absolutely good point. Policy.
1: Yeah, I, I heard Tom Tom Fisher even mentioned that. Uh, if if an agency during a uh, emergency declaration, as you stated. Uh, is closed down, and then the uh, some of the empl- some of the employees are called back. They are entitled for the double pay, and uh, yeah. he he went as far, Tom, as saying, you know, the legislature coming up with this dif- different bills. He goes, they're they're not even needed. It's already a law. It's already in the books. So
6: yeah, um, but what the legislature needs to do is amend that law to make every agency, whether shut down or not. Can qualify for the double pay provided that only the ones that were kept on duty, if, if they're considered essential employees, the essential employees that were employee sent home should not qualify for the double pay. Just like the GW and GPA employees. Yes. The, the yes. ones that were uh, told, ordered to go back to duty because there's a lot of essential jobs to be done. Uh, even on, uh, on, under the emergency situation, the those employees are the ones uh, are supposed to get that, uh, that are justifiable to get the double pay. But the other uh, employees that who were uh, told to stay home because your job is not essential, mm-hmm. then they should not qualify for the double pay. But that is not what's happening today because of the law being so bad, right? Yes, they did not identify what employees should get double pay and who. It's not okay. Mm. So, but having said that, now that we understood that the governor had even said from the very beginning is that she had the legal authority under an emergency situation <laughs> yeah. to uh, either ignore or, or 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 waive certain parts of any law under any kind of uh, in in a national emergency like this one. Mm. So she should have paid those firemen especially the nurses and doctors that are making contact with infected people. Mm-hmm. They should have been paid, uh, double pay from the very beginning anyway, because the governor under her legal authority under I a mean, national emergency like this, uh, she can waive certain parts of any law. She did say that. Yes, but why didn't she waive that law to the, the local law? and and pay the double pay to the nurses and doctors and firemen and policemen even the the D O C guards that are making contact with infected inmates up there they should qualify for double pay because they are putting their lives at risk they're 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 being risked are being contaminated and then they when they go home to their families they're risking their families being contaminated, being infected. Also, right? Yes, sir. So the same way as the GW employees and GPA employees, when they go on duty by order, executive order that they have to go on duty because they have a specific essential task to do, they are always making contact with their fellow employees, and we don't know who's a carrier of the virus or not. Even if nobody, even if anybody, an employee is not showing sure symptoms. An employee could be carrying the virus. So the people that have to make contact with fellow employees, they, uh, by law, they should get double pay because they are risking their their own families by
5: risking being infected by some other employees. Yeah, and they, also the customers
6: that they have to go out there and meet.
1: Tom, did Skip. you did you have the chance to did you have the chance, uh, Tom, to watch the emergency session with by the legislature today?
6: No, I, I didn't. I, I was busy.
1: Uh, no, you didn't miss uh, much. All they did was sing. But they
6: all <laughs> got to amend the law.
1: No, they they didn't do anything. They didn't do oh, they, they didn't, didn't do, do nothing. So no.
2: they
1: just wasted their time. Yeah, uh, Tony talks. Tony LaMorana was. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I was listening to his show this afternoon, and he was making me laugh. Like he always does, he, he's really uh, he's really entertaining. But he was mentioning that uh, all they did was sing the uh, Guam hymn and the national anthem, and then they promptly went into recess because they figured out that uh, it wasn't he well, didn't fit the criteria of an emergency. So the the speakers. I always said
6: from the very beginning. Yes. That I only have one person in mind to vote this coming election. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And and that person's first first letter of his last name is starts
1: with an M. Okay. You know, and he he is a Republican. Okay. Well, there, there's going to be quite a few uh, new candidates out there, so keep an eye out for them as well. And
6: also, this governor, I'm not going to vote for her again.
1: Yeah. You know. Again, this is definitely an election uh, season. So. Uh, you have
6: other you have other colors waiting, right?
1: I I do I do yes, sir yes I'll,
6: I'll let you go all right I'll, you, I'll I'll talk to you tomorrow morning
1: thank you Tom thank all you right, bye. thank you thank you sir okay there you go uh, you know it was if you didn't listen to uh, Mr Tony totally Lamarena's show this mor- uh this afternoon he, he was making light of uh, uh, what 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 occurred at the legislature the emergency session it didn't quite happen but they sang very well <laughs> according to Tony La Morena, they sang very well. They surely did. Okay, we got uh, a caller now. Uh, up a day, Michelle. Hey, Dave. How's
7: it going?
1: How are you doing? Are you keeping safe?
7: Yeah, how about yourself?
1: Keeping your distance, too? I am. Wearing your mask, maybe?
7: I am. You hey, we're, <laughs> were the
1: same. We're the same. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm glad to hear you. Everything's going okay with you.
7: Thanks. Um, yeah, I just wanted to call in and kind of talk about our Precious Plastics program. Yes, that we have going please. On. Please. Yeah, so our team got four of the Precious Plastics machines. So it's a, uh, a shredder, an injection mold, a compression oven, and an extruder. So uh-huh. we have just been messing around with these machines the past couple of weeks, uh-huh. and we just opened it up to taking... Um, people's recycling. Uh, so, M-
1: Michelle, if you could please um, give a, uh, can you go back just a little bit, a little bit of history yeah. for the listeners that uh, I, I know what you're talking about because uh, okay, yeah, yeah, please do. Go ahead.
7: Um, okay, so Precious Plastics was a an open source program developed in um, Europe by a guy named Dave Hackens. Okay, so he figured out how to make four different machines that can break down plastic and mold them into other items Um, and what he did was he released all the plans all the building plans for these machines online that people all over the world in very urban remote areas um can go and build these machines and access the materials from um from different what's the word i'm looking for i want to say like material yard but that's not the right word (laughs) <laughs> the you know what I'm yard? talking
1: about? <laughs> Not the junkyard.
7: Scrapyard. <laughs> Scrapyard. There you, you go. You can get the materials at like scrap yard. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. So in you your asked, case,
1: did you guys mm-hmm. build your own machines?
7: We didn't build our own. We um, outsourced it from a guy in Oregon. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, so we just opened it up to taking public recycling. We yeah. can only recycle plastic number two
1: and, and plastic number five. five. Yes, I remember that. Um, mm-hmm. The the as uh, just a little history again to the listeners out there, uh, plastics right now are not being picked up by the Guam Solid Waste Authority. And mm-hmm. perfect timing when I heard about this program you and uh, Moneka are involved in, I said perfect timing. You guys were sitting on a gold mine. Matter of fact, there was a young lady that gave the, the show uh, a call and said she had a lot of plastics, and I turned her on to um, Moneka and uh, hopefully they uh, got together and they were able to get their plastics to you guys. Yeah,
7: we've had a, quite a few drop-offs the last couple of days, which we're yeah. happy about. There you go, there yeah. you go.
1: And and if you don't mind, uh, I'd like to get uh, no, not yet. Producer, yeah, I can. Can you put her on? I got Moneka. We can Hi. put. Hi, Monica, are you on?
8: Yes, I am.
1: Oh, there you go. What happened to Michelle? <laughs> I
8: don't know. I
1: thought she was on the line, too. Oh. well, uh, Is uh No, uh, our producer probably uh, hung her up by mistake. You got to put oh, no. both. Her, can you put both of them on? Yeah. Hi, Monica, how are you doing? Hi. Have yeah. you
8: talked to Michelle yet?
1: Um, yeah, she's actually on the line. <laughs> Again, okay, we, we accidentally dropped her for some reason. Oh, no,
8: um, yeah, I thought
7: we... Isaiah,
1: can okay. Okay, Michelle, are you back on?
7: Hey, I'm back on.
1: There you go. I apologize. Uh, it's okay. A little technical difficulty. <laughs> Monica and she's on and both of you. Hi, welcome to the show. Thanks. Hi. Hi, Dave. Hi. Sir.
8: Um See a guest on the show
1: again. Fantastic. Thank you. And and uh, continue on, Michelle. Um so where are where are you at now in the process of um Taking care of plastics, and again, it's all about a circular, circular economy.
7: Yeah. So, like we we're talking about, we just opened it up to the public, accepting their plastics. We, I wanted to, we wanted to limit it to just two days a week, um, but you know, we've had a few drop-offs, but not so much that it's overwhelming to us. So, starting next week, we're going to change the hours Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 5 p.m.
1: Great, great. Yeah. And, and go ahead, give the details. Where where uh people can drop them off and who they can call, all that good stuff.
7: Uh you can drop it off at our office located in Harmon Industrial Complex next to the old Genghis Khan. There is two bins out front, one red and one green, and come by anytime between ten and five and drop it off and we'll happily take it. Just please make sure um The plastics are cleaned out if yeah, you want to go out. the extra mile, it would help us out a ton if you also took the labels off. but we'll take them even if you don't
1: okay and and uh do you have already molds already?
7: Yeah, we have quite a few molds we we, we today we experimented with making bowl
1: wow wow'm yeah. I'm, I'm this is exciting for me it's really exciting. This is something yeah, Guam it's, really it's, needs
7: for sure, and we hope in the future to help other people start. Yeah, what content. what what
1: other bowls you you can make bowls? What else?
7: Um, we've been making bowls, coasters. You can make magnets, keychains. Oh,
5: we've yeah. seen other. Pe-
8: oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, part of what we we're looking for too, by talking engaging with you and other people in the community, is we're looking for people with special skills to possibly make some mold here to, to expand our what we can mm. make. There you go. So Put the word out. Welders out there.
1: There you go. With special Put the word out, put the word out,
8: yes. Yeah, any, anyone with special skills that is interested in um, collaborate, collaborating with us, um, we we definitely want to do a mixer one day with, like, the Guam um, uh, Contractors Association as well as um, the Construction Trades Academy and GCC members of those um, part, part of the community so we could all start building this plastic industry together because one of the biggest costs of the plastic plastic machines is the um, – is the creation and fabrication of the machines, but if we can get that made here locally, yeah. it would it would bring down the cost exponentially. Well,
1: like Michelle said, the the plans are available, right?
8: Yeah, the plans are pub- are, are public domain. I yeah. think
1: I think between you two very intelligent ladies mm-hmm. and everyone else, and with the uh, the show here, Man, Land, and Sea, we'll get this going and get it off the ground. All right. Oh
7: we hope yeah. Cool. Our hope.
1: No, I'm I'm very confident it's going to happen. We got people out there that can make the molds, and we're going to get people that with the expertise to build these machines instead of, like you said, uh, instead of buying them and bringing them off, bringing them from off island. Yeah,
8: yeah, it is. They are like uh, small scale machines, so we we're hoping. Like we know, we won't solve the entire plastics problem on the island. Um, oh and we need to have these sort of machines and this sort of industry being built in every single village
5: there um, you all the
8: go yeah. and all of us contributing to ensuring that we ha- that we have a zero waste um, economy now,
1: can you imagine yeah. if you had a machine at least one or two in every village and every village had uh different molds and making different products we're we're going to start that's our goal yes that is a excellent goal and a very obtainable goal And again, I I I can just for the life of it, I'm just so so excited about the whole thing. Finally, we're gonna do something about circular economy. I believe in it. You know everything. Plastic is a is a start. You know, I I first heard about this uh, from um, Dr. Austin when he brought in the uh, wallet and stuff made out of banana. So you know, we're we're heading in the right direction, ladies. We
7: are, and I just also want to say that that is a. That is MCCA. We do what we say, and we say what we're going to do. And we're a woman-run, millennial-managed organization. We're a very small team, but we're strong and we're mighty. And if there's anyone out there who would like to donate to us, who would like to be a corporate sponsor, please feel free to reach out to us either on social media um, or you can give me or Moneka a call at
1: 998-2169. Thank you. D- these machines, uh, Michelle, it are... Are, are they different scale and sizes?
7: Um, yeah, they can make them bigger. Yeah, they so, can definitely make them bigger. And I,
1: for I, sure. I asked that purposely because with getting the word out there, if anybody out there wants to um, um, team up with these ladies and make this thing, and, and you know, again, to to every village, make them uh, bigger sizes. And again, you put out the word for people. If you can make the molds, you can build the machines. I think we're going to head somewhere very, very quickly.
7: That, that
0: is definitely. the goal. Oh, um, Michelle and Monica, uh, a listener was asking, any kind of plastic is uh, welcome to be donated?
7: It's only two and five.
0: Two and five. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank
7: you.
1: And they, preferably, hopefully, they can rinse them out, take off the labels if possible. That would really help.
7: Very much so. Like I said, we're a very small team, so that would save us a lot of time.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, by all means, a
8: lot of the number five are like your yogurt containers, so thank we you. Would, yeah. would appreciate not having your leftover yogurt <laughs> 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 drop
1: off with plastic. Bags. You know, you guys are awesome. I again, I, I'm I'm smiling from ear to ear here because it's it's finally going to happen, and I think uh, you two ladies are definitely the, the a team to be reckoned with as far as mm. getting this off the ground. So thank you so much.
7: Yeah. Thanks for having us, Dave.
1: No, by all means, uh, I'll do everything within uh, resources that I have. And again, uh, before we get off the air, um, where uh, again reiterate where can they drop them off? What numbers to call? All of that good stuff.
7: You can drop them off at the Harmon Industrial Complex, located next to the old Genghis Khan Building. Okay. We are right next to if you go in there you'll see micronesia renewable energy we're in an office right next to mre okay there's a red and a green bin outside and we're accepting plastic number two and five you can come by um monday through friday from 10 a.m to five
1: yeah and 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 the main thing i want to get to the listeners out there is guam solid waste authority has temporarily suspended suspended picking up plastic so this is a great opportunity for you to assist these ladies in their program. And they already got the mold, so heaven knows we're going to start seeing some uh, coasters and everything made out of our very own plastics right here on Guam.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> love it. I just love it. Again, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, you never know, you'll be sitting in this chair very shortly. <laughs> yeah, We
8: really, oh, uh, sure. um, uh, really enjoy being a part of this show, and, the, and we really um, think that our mission aligns with the mission of this show and you're the first media outlet that we've ever even, that we've reached out to about this program we haven't written a press release yet we haven't talked to any other media we thought we thought it was thank definitely you. um important to announce it on this show first
1: thank you and um you know again this this what you're doing is such um newsworthy I would invite you to call up, even on the daytime shows. And uh, speaking of, uh, I'll be doing the um, 10 to 12 tomorrow show. So in the morning, 10 to 12, uh, I'm sitting in for Kate Balthazar, Dodge. And, uh, again, you have a I, – I would assume we got a bigger listening audience during the morning hours. So the invitation's out there. Give me a call. Okay, for
7: well, sure. Thank you.
1: Yeah, fantastic. again, this is definitely newsworthy. I'm going to bring it up to the news director here, uh, Kevin Kerrigan, and see if we can do a whole big story about it.
7: Okay, awesome. Thanks so much.
1: You're welcome. Very much. Very uh, Again, uh, all the credit goes to you two, you know. Uh, you guys are, are spearheading the, the project. It's already off and running, and I can see just things blooming really quickly. Again, you know, just as we were talking, we already got a call, a caller wanting to know, where can they drop it off? What type of plastic? So the word is getting out there. Uh, Monika, did did it, did you touch base with that lady that called last week? And won't...
8: yeah, she she did. I did have um, one of the listeners, uh, actually two of your listeners, come and call me and engage with Fantastic. me. Fantastic about um about the uh, about yeah. where to drop it and what kinds of stuff. Love is,
1: so. love to hear that. Love to hear that. Uh, you know. Uh, every time we do the show, man, let and see. Sometimes you, the phones, the phones don't light up like they do in the daytime shows, but they're listening, they're hearing us, and uh, that's all that counts, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, we didn't. Uh, i luckily, I do get calls, but uh, uh, it's nothing like uh, the daytime show. It's like a Christmas tree, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and then again, uh, again, this story is newsworthy for everyone to hear, and I want to get the message out big time. So give me a call tomorrow morning, should you have time.
7: Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Dave.
1: Thank you. Thank you, ladies. And once again, Monica and Michelle, and uh, very awesome ladies spearheading this project, and uh, they're accepting uh, plastics. Uh, They mentioned the locations, uh, the offices next to MRE, Mariana's Renewable Energy and uh, plastics number two and five, preferably, please take off the labels and rinse them out really good. That would really be a tremendous help to them. And they already got the molds. They got the machines already. So they're making some items already. And before you know it, we'll have these machines in every village taking care of the uh, plastics and recycling them into the, uh, back into the, into the community as a different product, that it started, it can be a water bottle today and a keychain tomorrow. So, there you go, fantastic! I'm just so excited. I, I'm so excited. That was great, huh? What do you think, Isaiah, our producer there?
0: Yeah, I was listening. It was pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that you're excited for well, it. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's. We
1: we can't just keep uh, like uh, Guam Solid Waste Authority general manager said. We can't just keep shipping them off island. It costs mm-hmm. literally. A $1,000 to ship plastics mm. off-island. And nowadays, a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the countries that used to take the plastics don't want them anymore. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know that. No. There's something new. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely. That's why uh, plastics are not going right now. Nobody's accept, accepting them. The only thing that uh, they're still accepting is cardboard. Mm. But plastic, no. So we're stuck. Here yeah. in Guam, we got a whole bunch of plastic. Yes, Just this little water bottle There's mm. literally thousands, tens of thousands. I
0: think there. next year, I think January 2021, they're banning plastic bags. Mm. I think that comes into effect. I'm not sure. I need to actually no. go double-check that again. I think you're
1: right. I think mm-hmm. you're right.
0: Yeah. Okay. We're well, just
1: a couple minutes to the end of the show. Once again, I'm Dave Duanis. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you for the two young ladies, Moneka and Michelle, for calling in. Mariano, Tom, and uh, who else? Mr. Ken Conception. Thank you. Uh, again, uh, we're doing our job. We're doing everything we possibly can to help the community and help our environment with our show, Man, Land, and Sea. I'm Dave duane And we'll see you next Thursday. Take care. Good night.